1: Can we turn to Matthew chapter 6 From verse 5 to 13 And when you pray You shall not be like the hypocrites For they love to pray Standing in the synagogues And on the corners of the streets That they may be seen by men As I say to you They have their own reward But you When you pray Go into your room And when you have shut the door Pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner therefore pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven let's stop there that was where I was actually going to your will be done on earth as it is first cause of everything that exists from creation if we go back to genesis we'll discover at the point god created man please can we go to genesis chapter 1 from 26 then god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth And over every living thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created them. 28. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the bears. Of the air and over every living thing that moves us from God. God created us. God created you in his own image. After his likeness, God wanted to see himself. You know, he's the almighty God. God wanted to see himself. Who he is, he also made man to be. That was the situation at the garden. Left creation to man. Asked man to have dominion. Empowered man to replenish the earth. What is sweet, powerful Our Lord's prayer says, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. That means for you and I, there's a blueprint God has consigning us. There's a pattern he has laid down for you and I to follow. He said, I know my thoughts. What is are thoughts of good? So that you'll be able to fulfill the purpose he created you for. That's when God when mentioned some time ago that we, that we as human beings we don't have purpose in life. It's God that has purpose. So all we do is to align to the purposes and will of God consigning us. Hello? Because if you create something to be like you, that means that, same, that thing also is like you. That means as God has will, man also has his own will. But God wants our own will to be subject to his own will. So whenever we run into a situation where we are not in our own will, all we need to do is to align to God's will. So, in our daily life, all we speak is that, Jehovah, you have the final say. Apostle Paul speaking to the elders in Ephesus. He said, I have not shown to declare to you, to you the whole counsel of God. There are so many things God wants you and I to run with that will give us fullness of life. Ephesians 5 17 says therefore do not be unwise but understand the will of god if every day of your life all you do daily you say god what is your will concerning my marriage what is your will concerning my career what is your will concerning my business you can even ask if one will the other he was very strong in your body and you feel you need to ask him questions you can ask him father god in heaven what is your will concerning? if you check the scripture and it tells you that it's well with you if you check the scripture and it tells you that your body is temple of the most high god if you check the scripture and it tells you that the name of jesus is above every other name above every diabetes every sickness every disease every form of cancer every form of barrenness every form of lack if that was your bible is telling you that should give you confidence so as we live our daily life the question that should be popping up in our hearts daily is father what is your will if you feel you are you are already going through a situation that portrays lack in all his ramifications, find out what the will of God concerning you. Once you are able to separate your own will and people's perception of who you are, align it to the will of Almighty God. My brother, you walk with your head high up. What is the will consigning your life? It's a very simple question. If you can get it right, the church can close for today. What is the will of God concerning your life? Micah six eight, he said, "He has shown you, O oh man, what is good, and what God requires of you: be to be just, to love mercy, and to be humble with God." Also in Isaiah one seventeen. He said, learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, and defend the fatherless, and plead for the widows. You know, in the the Acts of Apostles, you know, you discover that these men actually, of course they (laughs) they were with Jesus. Those people really practicalized the gospel. Hello? They practicalized the gospel. I said, no wonder in Acts chapter 6, when the Hellenists were complaining that their widows were, were left out of the normal sharing. Are you getting it? This people were practicalizing the will of God. He said, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we need to set up a special team to cater for the widows so that they won't be complaining about their widows being neglected in daily distribution as minor as it is, sharing of food. So the first time positions were assigned officially to persons were to meet the need of widows. So, no, We should understand the essence of this our uh, Christianity. And widows can represent the needy in your space. Are you getting it? Can represent kids who cannot pay school fees. Who, who, who their parents cannot pay their school fees can represent. See, see, I have not shown back to apostle. I have not shown to declare to you the whole council of God. This is what makes up Christianity. So when you see someone oppressed, it should, you should feel it. You should act to protect the oppressed. Don't see anybody in need and you walk past. No. What we do when we gather like this is like the parade ground where we come to take dressing. The real work of a Christian is not inside church. We are all good inside the church. I hardly see anybody who will stand up here and do some funny things inside here. Everybody is very righteous and pious, cool and calm, nice looking. Bless you, brother. Bless you, sister. I well with you. What happens to that brother when he leaves here? It doesn't concern you. Wednesday again, you gather and you dissect kingdom keys? Review today's message. Everybody, oh Israel, to your tent. Nobody cares for each other again. Tomorrow life continues. On Sunday we gather again. Somebody will take the early morning prayer. Everybody will be happy. Tomorrow, Monday, oh Israel, to your tent. This is it. The practice of Christianity is outside the four walls. Of the church. Are we getting it? It's outside the four walls of the church. It's what we do. There was a time pastor taught us on practicing Christians. And when we begin to do it, there will be a lot of actions that will follow us. That's why we can read the Acts of Apostles. They were doing what they learned. They were practicalizing. The things they've learned. They've learned. And woman says, Practice makes perfect. Could it be that we are not being perfected because we are not practicing? Romans twelve two. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What am I telling us today? We should practice what we profess. The way Christianity, and do you know this whole package? This whole package is designed. In such a way that men will see how we behave as Christians. It's Donald Trump that says success unites. They will see how. That, oh, everybody around you is happy. All fingers are never equal. But in Christendom, none should lack who confesses Christ. Let's go for the ideal. I'm telling you what it should be. That means Mr. Lagbaja A is meeting the need of another Mr. Lagbaja B. Mr. Lagbaja F doesn't have clothing. And the other one is supplying his own. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, at times, some of this scripture, what we also do at times is that we apply it to ministry work. Praise God. Every joint must supply That's why Christianity is like this. Hmm. Your relationship with your neighbor and your relationship with God. What I'm sharing with us this morning is something that we should learn. You you can start practicing kindness. (laughs) You can start practicing giving. Practicing giving can be tough. Maybe on the average, what is left in your pocket every month is 10,000 naira. You give to your assembly. This is where you sit down, AC cools you. Are you getting it? Beautiful environment. But there are costs in running the assembly. You say, Oh, with this one, every month, oh, this is not title. I will give to, so, so, a man to support the ministry. Then you have another budget again. There's this brother is you, whenever I see him, maybe he will trek from Eden to banners, to cut down the transport fare. Some do it just to come and fellowship. And if you can do something in that regard, say, the person will see you, you too are a trekker like him. Huh? You see, take 500 naira. I will pay for your transport. What are you doing? You are You are practicing. The truth of the matter, if you cannot give with your little, you cannot give with your plenty. Are you getting it? It's not possible. If you cannot pay a tithe on an income on a let me use the word profit, profit means you've paid every other thing. Eh? That is your income on a profit. If you like calculate your house rent and everything all together, eh? remove it. Everything the one you have that is left. If it's ten thousand and you cannot still pay tithe eh? on ten thousand, which is 1,000 naira. My brother, I beg When 200 million hits your account, the tithe is 20 million. <laughs> You'll be very angry. What for? 20. You'll remember lezers and every other thing you need to buy. That means you have 200 million, which is your own. Every task deducted. And somebody who is any 200 must be in his house. Eh? every other cost and you still have 200 and you're supposed to pay 10 that'd be 20 million that's that, church, that to, to do the transfer my brother you can't do except the holy spirit takes you over what are we talking about we should be practicing what we hear there was how i felt like suggesting to pastor let there be one two weeks of no preaching from this place no one, two weeks, no preaching. But we'll become, you know, so when you come, you come and share what you've done with what you've learned. You know, usually anything that is called food, you know we have spiritual food. we we'll have physical food. Anything called food, when you eat it and you don't burn it, there's constipation. Probably most of us are suffering from spiritual constipation. Too much word. But you are not doing things to break it down. If you are filled, what do you do? You empty yourself. Oh, we're talking about what is God's will. God has an agenda for us. God has a plan for us. They say even before you enter your mother's womb, he knew you. Hmm? He knew you would come from Undecha. <laughs> he knew the parents that would give birth to you he knew you he knew you do ngo and he, he has already planned so every time in our life we should pause and say god am i getting it right is there something i'm leaving out there are some things i go through in life today i discover that it's god that god god, god was just you know directing me you know directing me there was a day I asked God, I said, why did you make me to read political science and public administration? And everything I've ever done since I started doing business, I said, we, are, we are just engineering. When you say no engineering, from information technology to the things I'm doing, purely engineering. I remember one day me and Sam, the person that assembles our system, years back, the guy, the engineer, gave us excuse for not coming. I said, Sam, Two of us so we need to assemble this computer today. Uh, did we assemble it? We assembled the system. We loaded all the operating system. It was working. Because we needed to do It worked. And from then, we started assembling the systems. Because then you buy casing, you buy motherboard, you buy everything. Just, we, with God, there's no impossibility. Years ago, somebody laughed at me and uh, Gigi when we say we want to go and build estate, <laughs> they laughed they laughed two political science graduates <laughs> 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 they laughed they laughed our estate is very beautiful very beautiful very beautiful good estate beautiful and from there another doors opened so there's nothing every day just find a way to find out from god where am I getting it? Is there something that I'm missing? You know, is, is there, should I turn left? Should I turn right? Should I jump? Should I run? Should I sit? When you make your body a living sacrifice, sacrifice is what you slaughter now, all right? Thank God, God didn't say dead sacrifice. It means you are alive, but you are totally. Yielded. Yielded to the spirit of God. Totally yielded. Completely. Wherever you lead me, I will go. Shepherd of my soul. At times, some of us, we, end, we have this, we condemn ourselves. Probably you got it wrong. No, 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 no. God is not for perfect people. God is looking for those who will yield to him. Say, Father, the porter, mold me to suit your will. And brethren, Whichever weak point you find in your life, it's not for you to stop. Ask him, fix it. Fix it for me, Lord. This area does not glorify you. Fix it for me. I I feel this does not not really add up. Oh, fix it. And he's there. Every parent here will testify to the fact that when your son or your daughter comes to you and says, Daddy, Especially when they are growing up. Not only, even when they are small. Say, please, what is your advice on this? He, you know that he has some kind of. Your belly will be very sweet. You know, when he comes to recognize that he needs your impute to take a step. Oh, if you see the way you will gladly pour out your heart. That is how our heavenly father is. He say, who? Which father will the child ask for bread? And he will give him scorpion. All he wants us to do is to align to him. And you know what? At times when we have our own thoughts concerning issues, not exactly the way scripture, chapter or verse in the Bible, we say, ah, You are supposed to be a child of God. Why are you thinking like this? But when we go and read through what Jesus went through at the Garden of Gethsemane, please can you just help us turn to Matthew Matthew 26. It's a scripture we all know. Matthew 26, 39. We know the story, but I'll read from that 39. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. <laughs> what came to mind? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was ready to abort the transaction. You know, he's the son of God and son of man. <laughs> you know, at that point, was ready to abort the transaction. But he said, no, not my will. I can see at that point, that's why he asked those, those disciples to go with him. He needed people to pray, to watch and pray with him. He too was praying. He too was praying. Those he asked to follow him, they slept. He must have prayed and prayed and prayed because there was a thought inside of him telling him, this transaction, you cannot go on with it. But what did he do at that point? He said, not my will, but your will. In times of challenges, trials and tribulation, what do we do? Do we complain and complain and complain and complain or do we pray? When you are passing difficult times, is an opportunity for you to pray. When you pray, your inner man will be strengthened and there will be easy connection to the will of God. Probably, all the Spirit of God will be telling you at that point, I've heard your prayer, help will come, help will come, help will come. If he needs you to hear him loudly, somebody will walk in and tell you, help will come. And the person might not even come with that thing you need. we're telling you, help will come. And you believe, I believe so. I believe so. I believe, I believe. You keep on telling yourself, I believe, I believe. I will come out of this. I will come out of this. I will come out of this. It's just for a while. I know my father in heaven is with me. I will come out. I will come out. This sickness will not kill me. You keep, keep on. Before you know it. That other thing that keeps on telling you your way, your way, your way, will disappear. It will fade off. And you'll be hearing what God is saying. What God is saying. So you are well-tuned to God's agenda. Well-tuned to God's blueprint. Well-tuned to God's will. And before you know, bam. Do you know what is an alignment? All we are saying this morning, let us align our will to the will of God. If it's not aligned, at times I used to wonder what those guys do. When you move into that, their pits. They will turn some things. Turn another one. They will use nice so electronic and uh, automatic now da, da, da. but if your tires are not aligned eh, what happens you dare not leave your hand take your hand off your steering eh? it depends on how bad it is some if they are very bad once you take it off the car is going somewhere else i'm telling you and if your life is not aligned to the will of God, not only your life will be drifting to the side you don't want it to, but your ability to progress will gradually be wearing off. Just typically how it happens to motor cars. You think you have energy so you can always hold your steering when the alignment is bad. The thing about it is that your tire is also going. Sooner or later, you will still pay the price. So in life, the earlier... You align your will to the will of Almighty God. You can actually take your hands off the steering and scratch your hair. You're stirring your kite. Are we getting it? Your tires are fine. You'll be making positive progress. Hallelujah. Please, am I communicating? I'm just pouring my heart out. Yeah? I'm just pouring my heart out. We must learn to align. And you find a situation where, you know, Immediately, some persons will say, How do I know? I know God has a plan for me. How do I know I'm in the will of God? <laughs> you know. Also, I've come to understand that some persons are just start coming to church without having an encounter. You can't say this is the day God touched you. A lot of persons, some persons are like that. No encounter. And they might just join an assembly and be growing there. One day they can also become a pastor there but no encounter to when Jesus touched them. If we go back to the scripture, you see that everyone God reveals his will to, one way or the other, he will first get to them. If you check uh, Gideon, Abraham, Apostle Paul, you know, Noah, name them. He will first encounter them. He will now reveal his plan to them. And the next step, He must make sure you have, he will now leave you to have a buy-in. Hello? He will leave you to have a buy-in into what he has proposed or revealed to you. That is your own to do. By believing, confessing him as your Lord and Savior. Then when you not do that, he will not take you over and you become a vessel in his hands, and he will start using you for his good work. If you read through the Bible, the process has always been almost the same. There must be an encountering point. Then he will explain to you what he wants you to do. How you can find your way into his plan. You on your own part will believe or agree in his ability and almightiness, and yield, showing that you believe in him and yield to him. And he takes you over and begins to use you. That is the process. Once you do that, every day, he'll be taking you step by step. And at times, he will, he will do some things just to restructure you. Eh? He will prune you a little bit. <laughs> eh? that is, so that you, you won't probably... You know the way a plant. Maybe one plant will start growing into another person's compound. Just boom. He will prune you put you in order so that you'll be that person he wants you to. I had an humbling experience. Was it about uh, sometime one month ago, I was invited to one church in, um, in Port Harcourt, And do you know when I entered the church? It was Christ Chapel. And that was where I actually gave my life to Christ about 30 years ago. When I stepped in into the church, you know when you Come into a church that you've never been before. They were having Sunday school. Do you know the Sunday school class I now sat in, the teacher taking the Sunday school was my new believers class teacher 30 years ago. <laughs> you know, at times when God will just humble you, small. Are you getting it? He said, she was teaching. She's about almost like 62 years old now. God will take your brain back. She was teaching, I if you I was listening to her like I was listening to her 30 years ago. And one word, Joda, during the service, the senior pastor, Reverend Joda, was the one that ministered again. Yeah, whatever. So I said, well, so this, way, this this is my journey. Are, are you getting me? Like, I said, thank you, Jesus. But I was so happy that somebody who taught me, uh-huh. It's just the way Pastor, pastor uh, uh, Nat and Pastor Lawrence, those people, you uh, are 30 years ago, and they still come back and still see you teaching. Which excuse do you have? Uh, when it was praise and worship time, this woman was also backing up. Hey, somebody now pointed to the pastor that this person is a pastor in that, 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 that. I didn't know. They say it's a pastor in uh, Reverend uh, Chichi was. You know? One word, that the master has to come and round up. You know, you see, at times there are some things we do. Do you know when the man was introducing me, Say, This is a pastor in Reverend, they clapped. So, amongst us here, people are doing things. People are doing things. Humbling experiences to reset your brain. Go in God's purpose for life. Humility is key. Not your will, but let God's will prevail. Young lady, don't, don't compromise. Ask yourself, it's not God's will for those persons that they always push to compromise some things. When it comes, just let that word come. If I perish, I I perish. If I perish, I perish. Those days when I used to think about house rent, eh? when I used to think about house rent, what used to encourage me? I said, even dead body doesn't have house rent problem. Yes, now, corpse, dead, doesn't have house rent problem. Talk less of you that is living. Just leave the dead body on the street. Council will come and carry it, and put it in a, a house that have air conditioner even. So don't be afraid of anything in life. Hunger will not kill you. Accommodation problem will not kill you. That sickness for you to know is there cannot kill you. It's only when you give in to it. Let's be on our feet. <laughs> Let's be on our feet. And we are going to pray. Some will say, "I don't know God's will over my life." You can know God's will over your life by reading the scripture by having the fullness of the Holy Spirit in you, Holy Spirit will tell you the mind of God because he alone knows the mind of God. So you are going to pray. Say, Father, reveal yourself more to me. Reveal yourself to me. Make your will for my life be known.
0: You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Squaringpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkairi, Abuja, 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays for telephone 09-290- 9000 or 0703 You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.